My name is Yuri Lowenthal. My name is Travis Sintel. And you are awaited. Can I just can I just go yeah. on record and say do you want to do the here wait 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 this is the this is the Mad Max Free Road podcast where we watch Mad Max Free Road four minutes at a time until our stomachs fall out of our eye holes and, and explode into uh, propane induced flames. That was, I, can I just say this? That's your the first lack time of commitment to it was adorable <laughs> and terrifying. Because I was, I was literally staring you in the face because I know you usually do it and I've never done it before. And I thought, yeah. I'll try it. And then it just went horribly. Well, you didn't commit to it. You just you trickled off okay. like you. Here's the thing I want to say. We have okay. a special guest today. This is a guest episode. Um, it is one that I, I would say we fought to get. Uh, yeah. Just in terms of like thinking about about the the structure of the podcast thus far, it's become a little bit of a jerk off fest, both mm-hmm. in terms of gender and in terms of affection for the film. But 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 let me let our guests know, not literally. So yeah, don't, so calm don't, down. don't worry. I'm looking at where yeah. I'm sitting right. Now. Right. Yeah. yeah don't. Well, you should move to your left just a little bit. Um, we did move the Brokeback Pillow, Brokeback Mountain we, Pillows. Nope, it's behind. Oh, it's right, yeah. right behind you. I love yeah. this. There so you go. go. Right. See, we're 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 manly men. Um, I want to introduce Kelsey Horn, Kelsey Victoria Horn, as Nicklaw now. Oh, you yeah. changed you changed officially. I've changed, yeah. Kelsey Nicklaw. Let me be one of the first people to publicly introduce you on a on a media forum that as that, that that at least three or four people listen to. Yeah. Well, two parents, and then maybe yeah. Matt will listen to this. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably <maybe>. not. <laughs> maybe while he's hanging out. Um, the, but let me, uh, before we get into introducing you and all that stuff, uh, I wanted to say that um, we thought it'd be nice to have a dissenting uh, opinion, someone who could speak to some of the feminist issues. We had two guests on named Frangela, Francis and Angela, who are a comedy duo who speak to liberal feminist issues across the country. They came on and sort of gave a pro version of it. I but, actually heard their episode. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah and so, so you know, it's going to be fun to have, you know, some actual conversation as opposed to people being like, isn't it cool? Yeah, it's super cool. Um, so right. uh, Yuri's like, do you know any smart females uh and i know you one were like no no i knew one <laughs> right. i was like i don't make it my business to know those types of women literally but, yeah however yeah. educated I women i don't believe they exist yeah. educated women are my aren't thing they like unicorns i don't prefer them i prefer them to be quiet and docile uh but i text I, the first person i thought of who was smart and, and kelsey is a phenomenal screenwriter i've read two of her screenplays now they're Thank great you. they're really really good and smart um, I respect her greatly as a thinker and a writer. And I text her, I'm like, do you, don't you hate Mad Max? And she's like, totally. I'm like, yes. We have to have you <laughs> I was on. so happy because... Passionately. Yeah, it's great. Because passion is really what this, what this show is about. Yeah. And, and frankly, while I am terrified, I, you know, I, of doing this show right now, yeah. because I don't know what's going to happen, uh-huh. and because, just, just because of the unknown, um, I... I, I want you to know that it's I, certainly you're, you're not going to change my views on the film by what you say here oh. today, and, I, and I'm not I'm not trying to change yours either. This is not going right. to be a oh well you're wrong and let me tell you why. What I know is this, and then we'll get into an actual introduction of you. Mm-hmm. We're still dodging around that, but mm-hmm. I, I I I take it as a truism that opinions are can't be wrong, mm-hmm. um, and if, to a large extent. And so I think that that I, I'd love to hear. A, a, people's visceral initial reactions to the film and why they are that way. And instead of having two white dudes talk about feminist issues, it's so <laughs> nice to have an actual uh, white woman talking about it. Yeah. But anyway, so Kelsey, uh, you can introduce yourself however you like. I, 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 if there's something beyond a uh, screenwriter you'd like to be introduced as, that's cool. I think you're a great screenwriter. But. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I that, that sums me up. <laughs> cool. Hey, um, man, it's a good place to start. I'm also, I love film, and I'm also, like, I just on record saying that I didn't dislike this film because it's not my genre. I also, like, love science fiction, and I love post-apocalyptic world, and yeah, everything. Which may may be part of the reason you didn't like this film. For me, speaking about maybe Star Wars The Force Awakens, films in my wheelhouse (laughs) that I don't like make me more mad than films outside of my wheelhouse that I hate. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. And Yuri's nerd, nerd credentials are super bona fide, if you can tell by the I'm room just, that you're sitting I, in. Yeah, I Yeah, mean, I just watch a lot of it's movies. It's a shrine to... You at least buy like, a lot of movies. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Most of them you'll notice are still wrapped. Yeah. They're just there for show. Thank God um, you're married already. Yeah, I know, I know. Right? Because... <laughs> yeah. 
Um, the uh, I'm taking ladies. Sorry to say. Yeah. Uh, a yeah. collective groan of one woman. <laughs> a collective groan of the internet. <laughs> right. A collective groan of one woman Aww. who's actually in this house. Uh-huh. <laughs> who yeah. is my wife? Yeah. Um, yeah. My friend uh, Ruben Langdon uh, said something to me once a while ago that has always rung true, and he says, "Everyone's truth is true." Great. And I and and I it's one of those moments where I heard that and I just went, "Yeah." Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I just so, I, with that with that being the sort of ground rules for this, uh, you know, I just think we just don't want it. It's it's so brave and kind of you to come on a podcast about a movie that you don't like. So already yeah. you're way up in our books for even being <laughs> right. here, and it's cool. And we're super conscious of that fact, so yeah. we don't want to put you in a weird position. But we'd also really love to hear the reasons why the movie didn't land with you, mm-hmm. some specifics about what, what didn't hit with you, and not in a confrontational, argumentative way. We just want to hear and let our listeners hear so maybe they can broaden their goddamn horizons, you guys. God damn yeah. it, yes. Guys. Stop being sycophants, guys. <laughs> Listen. Okay. And, and, if, and do you think, here's, here, you know what I think my fear is? Is that she's going to totally win me over and convince me on everything, and I'll just want to stop doing the podcast. She's very charming and convincing. That would be really sad, though. Would like, sad. I would feel would you, terrible you'd if feel I, like, like a murderer. Ended. You broke the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. The whole podcast. I murdered your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking but I don't. I don't Not think. Happen. Don't I think worry. how I feel about it is so subjective that sure. I. I don't. I don't know. And also, you're gonna have to remind me of a lot of things like Fine. that happen in the movie because, like, you do what, you know, you've done with this film. What you do when you're in love with something, which is like bathe in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we geek and, in it. Yeah, and I have done what people do when they have an aversion to something, and that's like try to stop thinking about it and get away from it. And although I did try to watch it a second time at home, so my theater experience was not just, Well, know. tell us when you saw it. What, 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 yeah, who did you yeah, see it with? The experience um, both yeah. times I saw it with my husband, mm-hmm. and um, I went into it. I've never seen any of the Mad Max films. Mm-hmm. So Neither had is... Travis when we started this. Okay, okay, yeah. So this was like, you know, it was all, all new to me. And I went into it with, I think, like healthy optimism. Like mm-hmm. I, it had already gotten good reviews, it had been talked up, it had been mentioned as, like, very pro-female. And so I think I had a good, you know... Was your husband excited to see it as he well? He was very excited to see it, yes. And and can I, spoiler alert, can I ask if he enjoyed the film more than you? He did. Okay. Yes. A lot more than me. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, so, so then we watched it and in the theater, and I was kind of like, wow, that was a lot. <laughs> it was definitely that. It's a lot. And then, um... Thinking about it later, I was like, no, 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 no. And all of the stuff kind of started, like, bubbling up in me that I was not happy with. Mm-hmm. Especially all of its, like, claims, whatever propaganda was going on, that this was, mm-hmm. like, a feminist movie and that this was, you know, so awesome for women, despite it being named after a male. Right. <laughs> and, um, and then, and then he, we watched it again at home, um, probably a month or two later. And um, I couldn't finish it. That's super interesting. Do, yeah. you, do you think that had you come in um, blind to it, that <laughs> it would have sat better as just a thing? Was it the claims that... Because for me, I can speak... Again, I, I hate to keep bringing this up, but Star Wars. One of the, <laughs> we one can't of the, stop you. I've, I can't I've, stop. I've stopped trying to... to, to you one, know, one, yeah. Star Wars yeah. threats. Oh, God. No, no. If, yeah, <laughs> right. If, if, that, if everyone agrees that movie's a piece of shit, then it's fine. It's just like, cool, well, whatever. It's a piece of shit. It didn't work out. Everyone loves it. That dri- that's the part that kind of drives me crazy is that mm-hmm. we've collectively thrown up our hands and been like, we give up. We don't know what's good anymore. Star Wars is good. Is, <laughs> it, is, is, is part of it for you that you're like, this is the worst example of the thing you're saying it's the best example of? Is that part um, of your... Yeah, part of, well, part of it. So, so my first instinct, though, is always to second guess myself. That like after the first mm-hmm. time and then I started getting upset and then it was like, I must be wrong. Yeah. I must be wrong. Other people are... St- smarter than me like I, I don't know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. I'll just I'll watch it again I'm, I'm probably not seeing something other people are seeing and then couldn't even finish the next time but yeah mm-hmm. I think if it hadn't made those claims and was just like here's an entertainment piece and mm-hmm. I didn't know about any of that stuff yeah I probably would have gone easier on it but because it was presented as like yeah. a paragon of feminism mm-hmm. in the modern society you're yeah. like fuck it it's not that shit right Okay. I, I don't want to derail anything, but um, did you like The Force Awakens? <laughs> you motherfucker! I liked it I better it. Than, than Travis. Well, Travis. that just means you like. That just means you actively don't at think all. about it at night. Um, yeah. And better, it didn't have like any of the a bunch of the negative feelings that mm-hmm. Mad Max did, but um, it wasn't memorable. 
Yeah. Did you? Feel I, I kind of laughed. I didn't like, and I, I forgot about this movie Instantly, already. Right yeah. now, yeah. now that is yeah. yeah now that is a Which movie that also kind of worse. I okay. Think. Yeah. No. There, something that that you then forget is is infinitely worse than something you you keep thinking about because you hated it so much. I think. Yeah. And I, I would argue that I like a lot of bad movies better than mediocre movies. Um, mm -hmm. For that very reason. I'd rather something mm -hmm. be bad than mediocre. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is why in this movie, I don't know if you remember this, but one of the, the biggest insult in this world, in the Mad Max world, is calling someone mediocre. That's like yeah. the insult there, which I think yeah. is good fodder for this conversation. Yeah. Right. Now, not to, not to stay on it, but I just want to say, um, The Force Awakens also it, <laughs> makes a lot of claims as to how it empowers you know, a lot of the female characters and everything. Yeah. Did you have any response to that? For that movie, um, I think I went into it with less expectations. Yeah, with fewer okay. expectations about that. Yes, okay. that um, that I was sort of like, well, they have a female lead, but this is still gonna be a Star Wars movie. Right. Yeah, right. Right. they na they nail some of the gender stuff. They nail some of the ethnicity stuff mm -hmm. in a way that I find appealing. Sure. I have no issues with the performances or casting in that film. I have Absolutely. an issue with the script. Hundred percent. And I like, yeah, I liked her. I thought she's she great. She John Boyega is fucking great, with right. the exception of a few lines he didn't write. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We can get off on Star Wars, I'm sure. Um, right. But so, so I, I love the thought because uh, this is what movies do to me too. I'll si I'll see it and I'm like, yeah, okay. And then it something sits with me, good or bad. Mm -hmm. What were the things that bubbled up for you that night when you were thinking about it? You're like, wait, hold a hold a fucking second. Like, what were the things, the images or amorphous thoughts that bubbled up? Okay. Um, so do you want to get into it? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's get into, oh yeah. Let's get right. into Sorry, it. Let's yeah, get to the white meat, as Frangela yeah. <laughs> likes to say. Get, get to, to the, the white, white meat, meat you motherfuckers. Yeah. Right. Right. That's exactly yeah. what I said. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the first scene that really bothered me was when they inexplicably stopped to bathe in the desert. Mm -hmm. And so then all of these model-esque um, breeders mm -hmm. uh, are then kind of, you know, being like, oh, we're in the desert, blah, 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 which didn't have any... Unlike some of the other things they were trying to do, like, I, mm -hmm. I appreciated that it was basically trying to get sex slaves to freedom. I appreciated that. However, that scene did not, it wasn't like satirical, it wasn't serving that in any way. It was kind mm -hmm. of sort of a ridiculous thing, I think, to do in the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and and the first time I was like, ugh, okay, this right. is, you know, this is the scene in Airplane where the topless woman runs yeah. just runs only right across the yeah. Yeah. Only it's not trying to be Airplane. Yeah, good yeah. reference. Or in Demolition oh Man, my God, I think they just cut to boobs. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's the first time I've high-fived anyone but you on this podcast. You got a high-five? Yeah, already! Talk to yeah. Right, we're, okay, we're, do, we're, doing, we're doing fine. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'll try to calm down now. Right, right, yeah, yeah you're gonna be fine. Um, you're on such safe ground here. I will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Um, so that bothered me, and then you're not just, the only one, by the way. That comes up a lot when, okay. when we discuss with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that it, it like didn't fit with any of mm -hmm. thing else that was going on. I didn't think. Mm -hmm. um, I had an issue with that, and that all of these women, like some of them, their names I think are like adjectives, mm -hmm. like splendid and capable. Oh, we, good, just good, about we, just talked, we just I, talked about that. We just talked about that. I didn't yeah, even clock that those yeah. were the names. I didn't clock that very <laughs> Which well. Which is like, capable is such like a mediocre yeah. adjective to yeah. give someone to. Like, right. eh. yeah. Hey, you're, you're okay. <laughs> you're adequate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, adequate would have been, is the wife you don't see. Yeah. 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 Here's my wife, sort of pretty. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bring her over yeah. here. Yeah. Like, meh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, meh. So yeah. that, and also I didn't know, like I had to look up their names later because they weren't apparent enough for like they're technically... Named Yuri, all names. Yeah, Yuri but... tells me. I don't, I don't even know. I, to yeah. this day, I only know because Yuri is somehow a repository of naming. And I've, I've seen him eight times. Yeah, also that. <laughs> there is that. Yeah. And then, basically, I felt that the message, so they get to this place that used to be green. Mm -hmm. There's inexplicably a naked woman who's apparently a trap. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, it's a trap. You're going to have to tell me why this was a trap. Because mm -hmm. watching this movie, either time, mm -hmm. I was like... So why? Yeah. So like, if somebody tries to climb up there and rape her, they know they're a bad guy. Chipmunks. Like, right. There, there are very rapey chip, chipmunks in the uh, and squirrels in the desert, <laughs> yeah. and they'll climb right up there. That's just a fact. Exactly. It's yeah. a thing. That's biology. Yeah, like right. Good trap. <laughs> yeah. Science. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Which it felt like another excuse just mm -hmm. to put like female nudity in there. Mm -hmm. um, that bothered me. The. The women lactating mm -hmm. bothered me. The fact that they were only, that Furiosa's only goal was to help the beautiful models escape, even though I'm sure a lot, all of those women who were lactating mm -hmm. were also 
raped. Great mm -hmm. point. But mm -hmm. like, oh, they're fine because now they're just like fat and sitting in chairs. So That's actually a really good point. I have not. Thought we have not. Yeah, we have not touched on that. No, at I all. love that. Yeah. One. I had not. Yeah, so it. that's like the idea. Who like she the chooses only to save. Women, yeah, yeah. yeah like the, it's just the mm -hmm. young, beautiful women that right. are worth saving. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's a great point. The mm -hmm. fact that Furiosa's, she's the you know strongest female. Mm -hmm. um, that her the strongest part of her body, like the only way that she can pick up a grown man is if it's like bionic. Mm -hmm. That it's not even mm -hmm. a part of her body organically. Mm -hmm. Right. Which mm -hmm. is kind of like, kind of a bummer. Right. Like it doesn't even get to belong to her. It's something that probably men made. Right, <laughs> right, right. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, this, and we can keep going on this, um, but this brings up a thought for me that's, I think, pretty interesting, which is... You would think it's pretty interesting. It's your thought. I, well, a lot, most of my <laughs> thoughts, I think, are pretty shitty. And so, and if I the only time, tr I, truth be told, I end up thinking they're awesome anyway. Well, it's so, nice yeah. of you to say, but some, I preface it when I by saying it's good when I think, oh, this might be valuable. Uh, if I don't say that, it means I think it's a shitty thing to say. So tell tell us your shitty idea. Um, I I want to talk for a second about about when it. Well, Jesus Christ. When it's the movie talking versus when it's the story talking. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. if it's a if it's a movie uh, a story about uh, a crumbling patriarchy, mm -hmm. then at some point, um, and I read this interview by Eve Insler today about this. She consulted, on the yes, movie. but she I, says this thing, and I don't want to like rely on that as a, as, a, as a thing. But but she says they start off the movie naked in the movie clothed, um, and it, it, that was a simple okay. way of I think saying you have to start somewhere mm -hmm. and to show how far they go and where they get to. Um, and so their arc is putting clothes on. No, that's not what I'm <laughs> I, but, but that's a, I think that's a metaphorical statement yeah, she's making yeah, no, about, I, about <laughs> but fair point. Uh, but but I but in a way, it's hard I think to tell an honest story in a world. You have to show some things that are morally reprehensible. Mm -hmm. If you watch Django Unchained, there's things, and I just had an interview with DiCaprio about this, and, and he was not giving a performance that was worthy of the thing. And Samuel L. Jackson pulled him aside and said, "If you don't do this right." You're doing, you're lying, first of all, and you're, you're doing disservice mm -hmm. to the to the story. Not that it's a true story, but it's a true mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. um, I hadn't heard that. That's really interesting. Yeah, and they were like, hey, go full hog on this because otherwise you're A, giving a shitty performance and B, you're literally lying to people yeah. about how terrible it was. Hmm. Um, so I, I do want to take a second and maybe try to parse out the idea of how you tell a story about a patriarchy and what, what are the terrible things you can show. And mm -hmm. when is it the filmmaker poking his way through? Because I think what you're objecting to is, I saw George Miller here putting girls in the desert. Not that the story necessitated it, yes. but it was a filmmaker intruding on the story. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Let's talk it about didn't that first. It did feel to me, because I do agree that like if you're trying to make a statement about what would happen if in this patriarchy and, and men have taken over and it's all violent and, you know, you know, you mm -hmm. are going to have to show some really tough things. And, and mm -hmm. these are tough things that, like, sex slavery right. that actually exist right. in the world and things that keep mm -hmm. women down and how the world suffers when women are being kept down, which I think, like, which is why I appreciate the general message of where I think he, what he was trying to do, mm -hmm. but it was when there were those intrusions where I was like, oh, mm -hmm. now I feel like you're putting this in here, not, I don't know, it's like... like it, where it wasn't serving the story and it wasn't, you know, making a statement about this world where mm -hmm. it was actually just the filmmakers wanting the scene to exist for some reason. Right. That's a very valid concern. I, I have These women are the most bathed women probably in the whole by far. Citadel. Yeah. Like... But that's an argument <laughs> that's an argument to why they would stop. If, if since in that scene the the big the war rigs already Not stopped. If they're trying to get if the stop, but the, freedom. I don't. But I, just, but they're I don't think they stop for that. I think because the, the storm bogs down. You know, it gets. She's banging. She's trying to get the the filters, the air filters done. So I think they're stopped because of that. And in that downtime, that happens. Yeah. And, yeah. And just in defense um, of that scene for a second, I, I do think that your point is well taken. They are the most bathed mm -hmm. people. They are obsessively clean. They've been taught to. Their skin is perfect. Mm -hmm. Like that's how they've been caught, uh, taught and kept. Um, the idea that they would sort of clean themselves there is not yeah. far-fetched to me. And what they're wearing, I said this on a previous podcast, I really feel like it's almost generous to the women because Morton Joe's a piece of shit. This guy has kept them as sex slaves. The fact that he even dresses them in anything yeah. feels mm -hmm. like a concession to... There is no nudity in the film. And right. there's a, that's yeah. a concession to that. Nor, Isn't nor, the woman naked on the flag? No, you never see anything. Oh, on, on the flag, she is naked. You, you do see, see that she's naked, but you don't see... Yeah. I mean, you don't boobs see nudity, but you do. Yeah, you do see that. No, no bush or boobs. Doesn't count. All I wanted count. to say on this podcast was bush not and boobs. Not, I mean, maybe, maybe there's some tasteful side boob. 
Um, but uh, hashtag feminism. Hashtag, hashtag feminism. Hashtag, hashtag <laughs> yeah. two guys talking about it. Yeah, constantly. Um, but uh, in the oh, I had I had a I had a thing. Um, and and then it was, and it was gone about them uh, dressed, about them were. being uh, don't they have chastity belts dressed? on? One of, them they, one of them, yeah, it shows them removing the chastity belt. Oh, in in very much a you know you could, in in some ways you know a show or a piece of art that that is tackling something like this could say like Game of Thrones could say we needed to see the rape for it to be for, to show you exactly how horrible this is. And one of the things that I actually appreciated about this is all of that's implied. George Miller never felt that he had to show them getting raped, getting, you know, abused physically in that. Mm -hmm. It's all implied by the rest of the story, by who Immortan Joe is, by the way they've been treated, by little snippets, you know, of what they say here and there. And I, I felt that in, in the current climate that it was, that he was actually respectful of that in the sense that, look, you guys, if, if we show this, there's no reason that we need to show you that. You get it. Yeah. Yes and no. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I I agree to that to some extent. That I I do appreciate that, but it also keeps the women to the audience as mm -hmm. more viable sexual objects by not showing them being brutalized. Interesting. Oh, I so think. it keeps them sexier by not letting you see the dark yes. side of it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because then you can be like, oh, they were raped, but we didn't see it, and now right. now we can watch them wash themselves and not guilt free. You know, guilt free. Yeah. Right. And 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 get why even kind of get why he would pick those women because look how beautiful they are and everything. Right. Like so, I feel like it it actually kind of that's fair. Mm -hmm. But conversely, even if they show the if they show the assault, then there's a negative to that too. So it is kind of yes. like Sophie's choice in that in that scenario, I guess. Yeah. Um, there is an interesting thing. Which to, wife was Sophie? <laughs> oh, so let's talk about that for a second before I go to this other point. None of the wives get choices. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> you live or die. That's your right. choices. Yeah. Right, you stay or you go. Yeah, get out of here. Um, I do think the the pragmatism of naming is a is an interesting point that that does apply to everyone in the universe. Those mm -hmm. this character named Slit has a slit in his mouth. There's just like there's every, just, everything yeah. is on point. Like it's everything is right on the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all very literal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I just think that's a pragmatic naming system that I mm. think without the War Boys in conjunction, it becomes very Except, derogatory and, and, and objectifying. Mm -hmm. But if everyone mm -hmm. has a pragmatic name, like oh, this guy is has Knox a, anything. You know, we I keep meaning to look that up. <laughs> yeah, um, because like because every like because a, a lot thing. of the other characters yeah. are all it's all on point. Yeah, Although, or do more of the primary like the main characters get more of a name name. Right, although arguably Furiosa I bet, is, I, 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 mean, I bet her backstory is consistent. I bet that she was a fierce fucking warrior and rose to the ranks through, right. her, through her skill. A furious, and, a furious, yeah. yeah. I, I bet that's a pretty on, on A the, furious fixation. A furious vexation. As the Dag says. I bet it's a, a, a kind of on point thing. Another woman um, wife is named Dag, which means, and we just learned today from like, one of our listeners that it means it, It's crazy. Australian slang, yeah, for fucking crazy person or something <laughs> like that. And she's the yeah. crazy one. Weirdo, um, yeah. So, so I also didn't feel like they had that distinct personalities. They were not very memorable to me and I did not like sorry if you, I'm ranting too long if no, you want to like please. No, this no, is why we brought you on yeah. this is the um, use we didn't want we didn't we didn't, we didn't uh, no offense but we didn't invite you here to come t t today to, to agree with everything yeah, that yeah. we said no so. I mean but if you wanted yeah. to go on with the no, point no, I was just yeah. maybe we should just kind of like start with the the wives and then we can kind yeah, of go yeah, on absolutely. with some of the other stuff but um yeah they didn't I don't know and these women were allegedly more educated than everybody else, right? right? Like, they have mm -hmm. books, and they have they, they mm -hmm. have a they lot a teacher. of privilege. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yet none of them were given anything that I felt was, like, a very um, helpful skill or mm -hmm. anything, you know, to do that was very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. That You know, and I know it would be hard with that, you know, mm -hmm. kind of them as being like the the cargo yeah. <laughs> right right kind of but and I, and I feel like they tried a little bit but it was also like well the one the one thing they gave one of them to do is to listen to Nux and to the be the one. yeah the yeah. love right. interest uh -huh. right the redhead one whose name I don't know I don't know either <laughs> I mean Yuri, Yuri might know <laughs> I, actually, I, I can't uh, I can't pull it out no. what yeah. that's the first time I know I and know. so she's the one that that has kind of the most to do, I mm -hmm. felt, um, besides, you know, I guess from being pregnant and dying. Right, right. <laughs> Which are two very big things. Yeah. <laughs> right, very <laughs> important things. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, you got pregnant uh, and you died. And then you died. Yeah. Um, and again, like, even the casting, I'm like, well, you know, isn't she like a Victoria's Secret model, the pregnant one? I'm um, like, probably, she, probably. I think she is. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if this, if this role required 
enough of a personality to be an actor, they wouldn't have hired a Victoria's Secret model right. to yeah. do it. Right. They would have hired an actor. So, right. eh, like, it, so it just all of these. Did you know Splendid's supposed to be an Asian woman that they hired a white woman to play? I did not. Oh, stop it. Stop. Oh, you. No. Right. Kidding. Hashtag starring John Cho. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. Uh, we'll talk about that later. All right. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, you know, we've been wrestling with that too. I think that's a, a good point. I, part of it, I think, I, I want to be conscious to not make excuses for a thing I like. I want to try to like confront, because I've yeah. been working throughout this podcast to be clear about the things I think don't work. Mm -hmm. Things in the movie I think don't work. And we're trying to sort of be honest and say that I, that could be better. That line sucks or whatever. Um, and again, not every movie has to be a feminist movie. Like sure. that's totally fine. Right. It's just if you're gonna like brag that you got the vagina monologues lady in to yeah. like give her stamp of approval on this yeah. and and like right. just, I don't know like, that's why they case, brought her in. Yeah. To be fair, right. <laughs> isn't so, it? That, no, I, I mean maybe, but yeah, yeah, yeah to mm -hmm. to shed some light on this or to try to be you know consultant or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. I. If you're gonna try, like I don't know. Well, like, there's there's two things here. It's a more feminist movie. Doesn't necessarily, I don't know. Make right. It there's two yeah. versions of this. One is right. George Miller. George. Right. I mean, George Miller as a, as a man, uh, knowing he's a man, bringing on someone he respects who ha he'd met at a conference and saying, "Could you come help me with this? Because I know I'm a guy. Come help me and make it mm. better." That's one thing versus I'm trying to make it a feminist film and I want your stamp of approval. Oh, yeah. Do you right. know what yeah. I'm saying? That's and, true. And that's I don't, true. I don't know that. And this is, this I is, didn't know enough, mm -hmm. honestly, about like the Shh, filmmaking right. process and I, sure. to know how that okay. happened. To yeah. No, totally fair. <laughs> yeah. But 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 you're right in saying that perspective is super important. And and I don't know the answer to this. But if George Miller says I'm making a super feminist film, um, then I think some of these criticisms criticisms become more relevant. And if it's the the um, reviews and the fans who say that, it's kind of what do you do? Like you, you know, yeah. he's a yeah. dude doing his best right. to make a movie that's just a, a, a high octane kind of dude movie. The first three Mad Max movies are just you know action films, action right. car chase films, which are inherently okay. sort of have machismo built into them in a way, yeah. unfortunately. Um, so, but I don't know. He may have had that conversation saying like, I'm going to make a feminist version of this. And then I think some of these criticisms become a little more juggly right. in a way. Yeah, um, and I, I, don't, I don't know how that creative process. Yeah, because happened. I don't know that yeah. this. I don't know that this film was marketed as a feminist action movie or feminist powerhouse. I think it was the you know the the, the people who went and saw it then started bringing up these things. I know the dumb okay. dudes had a fucking shit show about it. Those oh, dumb yeah. Twitter guys who were like, yeah. oh, they're fucking up everything. The feminists fucking up our movies. <laughs> right, it's yeah. called Mad Max. Why is Furiosa the hero? Yeah, yeah. people freaked out. Like, right? Yeah. Which was which was weird. Yeah. A weird response to me. Which I then get is like, you know, the other side of this coin where it's like it's not feminist enough for some people, and then it's like too feminist for these. We can dudes all agree to like, fuck those Mad dudes. Though. Yeah, like, let's agree that we can fuck like, those. Yeah, dudes. I'm just. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say, if you guys, those guys, are listening to this podcast right now, and you're still with us, <laughs> which is crazy. you don't have to listen anymore. Yeah, we give up on you. Yeah. Um, Bye. No. Yeah. Bye. Well, like, Bye. This, this Bye. woman they're complaining about is arguably like a very male character, kind of. Let's like, talk about that. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. her head is shaved, and she's, yeah. you know, she's violent, and she's doing all the things the boys are doing, mm -hmm. which, you know, is the. Mm -hmm one way to get credibility, I guess, in like a patriarchy, but. Right. What you're saying, I, I totally feel, I, more so than I understood before we started this, w what your reactions are to this. And I get it more, um, which is one of the goals for this, for me to understand this a little better. But um, a lot of it for me falls into, into the perspective with which you're coming at it. And, and I feel like, for me, I may have granted George Miller too much um, Well, you room. did what you do with. You think that like. when you yeah, yeah when you, you love can, them you, you, you love them, when yeah. you love them you're like okay you you just snore gonna, I'm gonna chalk this up to being you know the world and this is part of the world and you know right right yeah. you, you you get it yeah it's, yeah totally yeah <laughs> and it's, it seems to me a lot of these things we're talking about seem like world based storytelling um, mm -hmm. and they hit they hit me in that spot as a storyteller I'm like that's functional that's the world and here's the refutation of the world and here's the crumble of this world mm -hmm. which is uh, uh, something you've been subjected to by a lot of reviews I'm sure it hits mm -hmm. you in a different spot which mm -hmm. is equally valid because you made different well, assumptions about the creator of it I think than yes. I did and I, and I have no you know no history with George Miller or Same. any I had, you I had know. zero so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never really saw Babe Pig in the City um, you will. Did he not do the original Babe he only did the second I th Babe? I think he I think he maybe produced the first I forget if he directed or he may have just produced the first one, then directed the second one. 
Um, this this could change everything. Happy yeah. feet. Right, got, yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> I, I gotta find one. this out. <laughs> right, right. Well, because the second babe in the city is a fucking machismo disaster. <laughs> um, Babes just driving cars, right. <laughs> running other animals <laughs> off the road. <laughs> There's tons of naked piglets running around. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. So, okay. So my other thing is, is that if it's supposed to be the crumbling patriarchy, that they they have killed the world and done it wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that it's supposed to be a message about these women are going to go back and save it. Or liberate it in some way. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Um, my issue is that the women didn't do a better job because their green place mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. So that's not really showing great independence on their mm-hmm. part. And then it all still kind of boiled down to male dependence, that they couldn't stay in the place they were staying. The sex slaves were fine with going back to this horrible place they came from, which I feel like should have been like more of a struggle, mm-hmm. that they were not going to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And that the men were actually able to build like this functioning citadel and the women didn't even have that. They basically had nothing. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a great message about like what they were great capable point. of and then still needed to rely on, well, if we just go and use all the stuff that the guys that did. That the men built. Yeah. Right. That, and, and, and then Furiosa also having her moment where she's dying or injured. She's injured, mm-hmm. right? right? And Max still having to save her. So it's mm-hmm. like all kind of comes back around to the same message of like female dependence for me and, and, and mo- this is all yeah. separate by the way the whole feminist sure. thing like um yeah. i love talking about it and it was the biggest thing for me but mm-hmm. i i also didn't we can also talk about just Plot how point. i did not story like, stuff yeah yeah just it was just the film experience to me it was like a whole mm-hmm. other thing that i didn't enjoy yeah, yeah. <laughs> because because in that moment in the and it's 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 tough for me because every, every time you say one of those things I want to defend it you know like I want to go yeah, no and I, and, I, and I'm happy to step in and, yeah. and but but rather but rather than gladly. yeah rather rather <laughs> than than it being a defense I could I, just the way you've presented sort of how you appreciated a certain moment or interpreted a certain moment mm-hmm. I could give you you know my my yeah. appreciation how, you saw my, it. how how it yeah through yeah. through my eyes um, and in that moment. Um, She's the, you know, I know it's 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 sort of a in in some ways a passive way of doing that. But she, I think, through the course of the film, by having taken a stand for other people, you know, anybody other than herself, because we've established him as a survivor, you know, that's his his one goal, that she, in in many ways, saves him in that moment when he when he gives of his because he mm-hmm. up until that point in the film he wouldn't have considered doing that uh, you know for anyone and then it's the first time that he opens up and you know says remembers his name and remembers his humanity mm-hmm. i mean you know like so like, like you said facilitating him become a, being a better person yeah although and i feel like wasn't his whole thing like try redemption for this child or these people he Well that's that's save? that's one of the one of the the demons he's fighting mm-hmm. is that he let all those people die and it okay. might, that those experience, which we never see, you know, I mean, yeah. we just see those little snippets, so we don't really know. It's confusing for me. Yeah. yeah. It, it confusing. I mean, even when we go back to it, we're like, we don't know who those people are. Yeah, yeah that's never explained. Like, we it's just, just the same screaming kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, what happened to you? Yeah. What happened yeah. in your past? I, I do feel like in that moment, one of the things that we've been wrestling with is the idea, I think, that. And when I, when I get stuck in these issues, I try to think, how would, how would I do it better? So, the, so for example, with The Green Place, and I'll come back to the Max Furiosa moment, but in The Green Place, if they go off and these women have created a verdant uh, uh, Eden, mm-hmm. that also says something weird, that women are, naturing, are nurturing the earth in a way men can never do. It says something very tropey about women. And mm-hmm. I would have issues with that, too, because that feels also equally feminine trope, not, although, not realistic. Well, although... although... Generally, in these kinds of worlds, the two opposing forces are the destructive male and the and the right. life-giving and, female. Exactly, right. and it doesn't yeah. play into that in the way. Uh, yeah. In that way, which I, I, I appreciate as a but subversion they of a trope. Nothing. They could could yeah. they have had something? Well, they were surviving. It's, right. And, and I, she'd say the seeds. I would and, li- and, yeah, and I would that, like but. to believe too that, and this is you know, of course, we, we do we do nothing if if not reach beyond what the movie says, just you know, fill it with our imagination. Yes, having listening to your other podcasts, I'm like, I feel like George Miller should listen to this and be like, yeah, that's what I. Meant. <laughs> that's what I would. <laughs> like, that's what I meant. You guys are giving him so much jerks. credit that I, I did not. Like he'd yeah. be like, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I meant <laughs> that. I totally meant that. So generous. But but I would like to believe that. You know, basically, they're saying, you know, back at the Citadel, they, he's got this aquifer, you know, this uh, this this water coming up from the earth, and this is what he's done with it. I I, I would love Where, to believe that if they go back and now that they're in charge, and they, have they would they seeds, would do something creative as opposed to destructive with it because organic things and not 
using yeah. it to lord over the people. Exactly. As much right. as as much as he you know grew crops, mm-hmm. it was it was just to subjugate other you know other people and to keep you know a very few at the top. I would like to believe that they would do something different with that. Now we I'd had like you know uh, the other Travis on uh, a couple of weeks ago. His um, you know he. He he was he was certain that the reason Max leaves at the end is because he knows it's it's going to be another shit show. It doesn't matter who's in charge of that; it's it's all going to come crumbling down. Which but, could be, you know, I mean, which could be kind of correct because they've shown the response. And I know this is an action film at the end of the day, and so mm-hmm. they had to do this kind of. But right. like the response the women had, they like we're going to go in and be better, and we'll start by driving and using violence. Right. Like, they had uh-huh. thing, yeah. you know, it's like they're fighting it using the exact same thing, which I also right. was like, mm, women would be smarter than that. They mm. would have, kind of, like, yeah. they'd have some scheme. They wouldn't just come in and just be like, blah, fuck you guys, you know, like it, the right. exact same thing that all of the men are doing. So he right. might have been right to assume that since the whole, like, nothing was different about the way that they right. turned around and went back what you're, into what, right. it. So what you're saying right? is rather, rather than coming back and having to use the same methods that were used against you, know, that, the, yeah. that they should have just come and back naked and flashed everybody and, and uh, uh, you know, and, 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 and boobs and bush. Hashtag boobs and bush. No, there's um, something to be said, though, for, for women of all ages fighting at the same level as war boys. There's something about mm-hmm. that that feels at least a appealing to me. I'm How not saying it's pro A lot of them, but a lot of the, most of the war boys get axed too along Do the way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't I, that I, scene I, like, I kept being like, wow, there's not going to be any of them left. I know. Well, <laughs> and, and they did menopause. So and we did isolate that. a moment that I really liked um, a couple of episodes ago, I think, where we talked about um, that moment where, where Nux comes into the cabin, tries to kill Furiosa, mm-hmm. and then Furiosa goes to kill him and they say, don't. Because in that moment, if, if she had just you know, if they had just killed him the way the violence was being portrayed, perpetrated on them, they're just, they're, they're just as bad. They're just as bad, yeah. And, and there are some moments where, when they don't choose violence. Now, obviously, like you said, it's an action movie. If they're going to fight their way back through, yeah. they're going to fight their way back good, through. Yeah. It's Fury yeah. Road. It's, it's not like <laughs> Forgiveness Road. Right. Right. <laughs> Mad oh, my God, Mad Max Forgiveness Road. That's the sequel. That's the sequel. <laughs> Kate Winslet's going to be in it. It's going to be great. Oh, my God. I, I, I just, yeah. I, you know, in talking through this, I'm trying to, like, wrestle through other versions of it, that how else could we have done it? How else could it have happened? How um, else could it have been better? Like, so, yeah, some you, yeah. of them feel, fr- some of these uh, alternatives feel fraught to me in, in equally confusing ways, mm-hmm. which is if you set out to do a movie where there are strong female characters... You are in a, in a bit of a way stepping into a landmine uh, if it's an action film, and and a lot of the alternatives I'm coming up with as you're talking, because I think all these mm-hmm. points are super good, and it's making me think, well, how could how could we fix that? Like, yeah. well, what's the better version of that? Mm-hmm. I run into in all the versions I'm coming up with for the scenes you're talking about, I find bigger problems in the alternatives a lot of times. Well, I don't know that you could have done a better version of it as a Mad Max film. Ah. Uh. So maybe it's just inherently... To stay in genre with everything right. he's built and everything the fans are expecting and everything mm-hmm. the world has created. It would be difficult, I think, to... It, yeah. yeah to, it wouldn't be a Mad Max movie if we tried to do all those but things. Yeah, kind of, I mean, yeah. I, but, but I think some of those mm-hmm. things they could have done. Like, they, you know, there are the... You know, all of the wives are, except the pregnant one, are pretty physically capable... Um, so literally capable. Okay, so some of them literally, some right? Some of them yeah. actually capable. Um, women, and, and mm. I, you know, they're not bringing a whole lot to the table. And, and part of it, too, is that it's not a very dialogue-heavy film, so it's like you can't really show maybe how smart they are if, right. if it's an action film that is relying right. on these action scenes and trying not to have a lot of dialogue in them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but it's like, I don't know. But again, just, just in defense of that, if if you are in a world where you back into newness, these women have been taken captive and, and kept as sex slaves mm-hmm. um, and been given the luxury at least of water and food and books, which is a, obviously a small recompense for what they're going through. It's just torture, emotional and physical torture. Yeah. Um, they're not going to be experienced in the ways we want them to be experienced. They're not going to be helpful in the ways we want them to be helpful here. And like but you said, they it's would hard have to... a very strong survival instinct, I think, that mm-hmm. if they Which... want to get away from there so badly... Which, yeah. I, I feel like they sort of do. washing would not be a priority. Like, eating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Again, again, if, if that, the... that finding food might be right. more of a priority. Right. Or, right. you know, right. not turning, being so willing right. to turn around. Well, I think, yeah, I think um, <sighs> it, I, there is only the one um, wife who, who breaks at one point and says... 
I'm, I'm, going I'm, I'm going back. And they, and they drag her back. They're like, no, you got to remember, you can't, you know, it's only going to be worse back there. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, she have like the Stockholm syndrome. She has Stockholm, yeah. Or she, yeah, she just, she's like, I, I can't keep up with this chase anymore. This is, you know, this, this is, is ridiculous. This is terrifying. <laughs> this is I'll just exhausting. go back. Yeah, I'm so tired. <laughs> 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 a two hour car chase, guys. <laughs> right, right, right. Can we just be done with it? <laughs> Speaking directly to the audience. Guys, you and get I'm me, like, don't I you? I get it. <laughs> honey, honey, I'm with you. You know, she's saying, look, he'll take us back. He'll take us back, you know, in that moment. And then they drag her back. Mm-hmm. And I think in the in the little bits of dialogue, I think with some exceptions that we've come up with, you know, lines that we still feel are uh, extraneous to, to to the plot, um, with the little dialogue that that we do get to see, I I did feel like a lot of the wives, not all of them equally, mm-hmm. but were individualized. Like each of them had, we've talked about it before, you know, each of them had. Yeah, obviously, you yeah. can't go into everybody because you do have you're, you got to deal with your main characters. Right. But, well, and even Max's backstory wasn't gone. I mean, none of them were given a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, no one gets a lot of stuff. Uh, right, of that's stuff. true. There's there's a lot yeah. left to um, the you know inferring from the little bits that we've got and you know the world mm-hmm. that he creates. Which, you know, when I saw the movie, some people were frustrated by they didn't know, you know, the backstory. They didn't know what was going on. They didn't know who that person was. Whereas yeah. I felt like. My, my intelligence was being respected. Like, you don't need to lay out fucking, you know, and this was when this happened, and this was, uh, oh, and the, oh, that guy? Yeah. He's the one who did, you yeah. know, like, I didn't need that. Like, I was okay to go along with the ride and just get the little bits of information where I did. Yeah. I liked to, to build it But you have more head. information than everybody else, I think, because you are going through this movie bit by bit. Even the first watch, looking though, at things I think. that but I even, even, never noticed, yeah. right. you know. But that but that was but That's that was that was how I walked watch, away from my first oh, view. Okay. I walked away from my first view. No, I felt the same way. I felt I... like drawn in because every time this is how I feel about good good books too. Mm-hmm. Um, if you read Foster Wallace or somebody, you you if you do choose to pull on a sentence, mm-hmm. it doesn't unravel, it deepens. And you're like, oh, if I pulled in any sentence, would it do this? And it starts to do that. And I have had that experience with this film that if I do choose to push on things, they held up on first view. And right. I was like, I yeah, wonder if this part. movie would hold up the rest of it. The same way that the, the arbitrary moments I'm choosing to push on in the first viewing, if it would hold up in other ways. And have, did you feel... So far, I'm, super, I'm shocked. I'm yeah. shocked we're still doing the podcast. Honestly, yeah. I, I can't yeah, believe I it. I did not. I had just like immediately the opposite feeling about mm. that, where I was like... This movie doesn't think we're smart enough to get any story. Mm-hmm. It doesn't want to give us any story because it doesn't think we care. And by as a byproduct, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not invested right. in anybody. That it fe- it felt like um, a little kid in a sandbox being like, oh, I'm, Paper I'm thin, a Morton yeah. Joe and I'm going to go down the sand road. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, and that, yeah, and that it was just, it was just trying to hurl so much at you that you mm-hmm. didn't notice it's the lack. The, yeah, the lack. But I'm such a story person I that just, I really love, like, all of the subtext and the, the you know, I think you're built to like this movie. I really do. Hearing you talk about <laughs> it. Because yeah, you talk about those things the same way that we talk about why we love this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but the things that I've heard you talk about were not things that I... Responded I to. Responded to, yeah. read into, and then even you pointing them out, I'm like... Who cares? Mm, no, I don't think... Oh, yeah, either who cares or... Or they're wrong. <laughs> not you're wrong. No, not you're wrong. Not you're wrong. But like you have put, you have put a smart label on this. That's not what the movie. That, was that doing. he had, he didn't even intend. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. It's totally yeah. possible. But I, I don't I, know, because again, you might know more about. You may have listened to interviews with him where he talks about. I'll say something. Detail. I certainly have it. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty lazy. Yeah. yeah we, lazy we went. Into, like, we went oh, you're this. giving. You're giving him this gift, but I don't. I feel like he was just like, no, this will be cool. This will be okay. But right. it, or equally, it could have been that. I suspect that is to for, you know for behind a lot of his filmmaking is this would be cool, mm-hmm. but I where, whereas you know you feel that that's the that's all it is. I feel that it's it's bolstered by you know storytelling, both you know mostly you know visual. Which when when I'm watching a film, you know that's right. that's you know a number one for me. Well, Last, I did have this uh, argument with with somebody about where they because I was like, oh, best picture. It should not be best picture, you know, and. And they, and I was like, there, there's no, where's the story? And they were like, well, not every movie is about that. And I was like, oh, well, then it should win for best cinematography and best, you know, mm-hmm. the stunts mm-hmm. and every like or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, that I felt like there was so much I did appreciate about the film, but but what I look for in something I think is is a great movie that keeps mm-hmm. me coming back well, Kaylin, wasn't there. Kaylin pointed out that it's it's as if the silent movie track took a detour and this movie came out of that tradition, not our 
modern film tradition, which I think yeah. is a lot to be said for that. Mm -hmm. there, there is a lot of nonverbal storytelling and a lot of nonverbal character development, I would argue. Mm -hmm. I had, last week I went back and, listen, speaking of nerd stuff, and the reason I made the <laughs> reference last podcast, I rewatched all three Lord of the Ring films, ah, as I do from time to time. Um, that, uh, that movie sort of bolsters this argument that I've been sort of making of the course of the podcast, that if you want to do a dramatic world-building film, mm -hmm. your plot needs to correspond, it needs to correspondingly be simpler. So the more complicated your characters and world-building you're doing, the plot needs to be very simple. So Lord of the Rings, the plot is a guy has to get a thing from here to here. Mm -hmm. That's right. the entire plot of right. the film. Yeah. And interstitially with that, you have built-in characters, moments, scenes, dialogue, world adventures. But they're all subservient to that core. Yeah, it's thing. along the way. It's 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 every Three Stooges episode is they climb a set of stairs and it's there's obstacles. Right. It's every episode of Three Stooges. <laughs> right. So in a, in a way I think that the silent film tradition in Lord of the Rings are in the vein of this Mad Max story, which is the plot is very, very simple, mm -hmm. but not in a way that is reductionist or lazy. It's in a way of serving the world building and character building to me when I okay. watch it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense, or does that seem crazy? No, that that makes sense. It, I, you know, I, I see that how you feel that way. I felt like when they turned around, it was like, lazy, and I wanted a gun oh, oh, to yeah. shoot myself. Oh, yeah, and a lot of people, that's a lot of people, yeah, like really, I was like, no. But when I talked, when I talked to people about this film, a lot of people also single that out and go, "That's yeah. the stupidest thing I've ever seen." And I was like, "You could not," and and I get it. You have to keep the road going, I guess. It's with the Fury Road right. going. You can't just let the road. It wasn't Fury yeah. Sandstorm. No, right. I, but I just couldn't. Like I couldn't get on board. I they that was the moment. That that they lost me mm. because I was kind of, you know, along the way, like, okay, okay. Because again, I really wanted to, I really wanted to like this film. I was yeah. like, yeah, okay. Yeah. That was when they lost me where I was like, you could not think of anywhere new to go <laughs> and, right. and, or didn't want to, or whatever it was. You want to keep this long car chase going. And all mm. I want to do is go somewhere new right now. But isn't it, isn't that Wizard of Oz? Isn't that the answer has always been home? Isn't that the same plot? Where they go somewhere and they realize, oh, we should go home. And they do. I mean, that's it's a very classic. It's not and, a new idea. And, and for me, because I wasn't thinking of it in that way. Well, I guess, I mean, The Hobbit is there and back again. Right. There and back again. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally, I think we should. Like, when you, know, you, know, when you go it. home in, in those, the book's not a piece of shit. The movie's a piece of shit. The book's a piece of shit. I time read the book. Uh, I'm currently reading the book. Oh, I, f I went wow. back and reread it recently. I fucking hate it. We'll talk about that off, off book. Wow. I got so much to say about it. I'll, okay. 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 So, um, yeah, I, but... But don't they have to go home to reclaim the damage that's been done to them? Don't they have and, to and go for, home? And for me, I mean, maybe maybe I'm just dumb, but I, I, I didn't see that coming. Like, for me, that was like... This is the last thing they would expect is for them to turn around and try to attack us. It felt surprising yet inevitable, mm. which I think is good storytelling. And, yeah. I, and I, I do think there's part of the metaphor of the reclamation of the homeland to them that is meaningful. But that wasn't that wasn't the homeland to the women. Sure. And it wasn't Furiosa's right. homeland. And it, when I know hers didn't exist, but it seems like my instinct was like, build something new. Right. It's a piece of shit back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, well, Furiosa did go home and found you can't step in the same river twice. And we're under, we understand that the other women's homelands are probably destroyed as best as we can tell. But like, right. there's something, there's something metaphorically astute about having to go reclaim and steal from that, the, that those who have stolen from you. And as a concept, I love it. As a movie. As an execution. As, as, yeah, I was yeah. like, no, anything, but like, ugh. Right. I think and, were, and maybe I'm supposed to feel that way because all of them should, maybe were feeling that way. Like, this is yeah. the last place we really want right. to go right now. You know, right. maybe that it I was kind of I suspect the filmmaker job, didn't want but... you to feel like exhausted by that decision. <laughs> but I really was. And that, yeah. that, but those characters, that, I think, even, even say that. Like, we can't go we can't go back, you know. The audience will never stand for it. The audience will never stand for it. Right, right. I just didn't I feel confident, honestly, in like their numbers. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. they've been breeding the war boys for how long and all of these mutant war boys are there and I'm like, you are just going to go back and get wrecked. Mm -hmm. wrecked. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be re-enslaved and right. raped worse because you tried to run away. And yeah. like, you know, like that right. was my instinct was not, and it's not because I'm like, you know, oh, I'm not confident in right. women. It's just like a numbers game. I'm like, yeah. look at all the stuff they have. But let's, but let's yeah, look yeah. at the alternative. And the, even the people, right. like, did the people worship 
a Morton Joe? Yeah, he's a, either a conduit I mean, to God or God. Yeah. yeah. Out of fear. Okay, but it's but like, yeah. but it's like you're also overthrowing this dictator that, or like killing this dictator that it's like you're not gonna. It's unrealistic to me to think everyone would just be like, "Hooray!" Like some people would right. probably be like, super pissed, panicking, and what yeah. do we do now? And you killed our God, and you know, like, <laughs> right. like. That there, so it's resistance from all of the war boys who are his sons, right? Are they his, all his sons? They're not all. We, we, that's funny. We were just talking about that. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, Yuri knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're not all. I mean, there okay. may be some in there, but those are people that they got from raiding, you know, other communities. Or, okay. Or, you know, maybe it, the... Some of them came as tribute, probably from from families. Okay. Okay. Um, but what, let's let's look at the alternative, though. Um, we've we've talked a lot about them going back to the citadel, mm. but what they were doing is running off into the desert. Mm -hmm. And the way it's presented is there's there's nothing out there. It's a wasteland. It's, it's a wasteland. Right. Okay. That's not going to be any better. They'll probably die out there. Um, you're right. There might be a chance that... Although, how long had those other women been not dying out there? Right, out in the... Right, exactly. Like, Quite some time. Also, the math, I don't, you know, I don't know from, from motorcycles or gasoline, but they're like, we have enough gasoline to go 150 days, and I'm like... How could you carry that much gasoline? This bugs you more than anything. This bugs me this more than almost anything. Like, yeah, logistically, like, you're like, <coughs> that would be so heavy. It's the right? math issue that bugs me. It's the me. math issue. I'm like, maybe motorcycles use a lot less gas than I think. Um, or maybe they could have just said, um, you know, 100 miles in that direction. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, 100 miles. Sure, that doesn't seem sure, like a lot. Yeah. They're like 150 days. I'm like, of constant riding? What the fuck are you thinking? But and, and you know what? They may have gone through and, you know, in 500 miles, they may have come across this lush oasis and been totally victorious by running away mm -hmm. but in the end they're still you know they're, it's it's a it's a retreat it's a they're they are running away they're not meeting the the combatant they're not um which once again you yeah. could say well that's that's exactly how a man would look at it they, you know you'd feel that you have to go back there and and beat them up or you have to meet them on their own level yeah but in, in just looking at sort of they they had two choices either go that way or go back the other mm -hmm. you know i mean obviously infinite, and then if they were but, yeah but if they were going to go back I wanted them to have some sort of smart plan that wasn't just see what murder happens. as many people as we can mm -hmm. and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? There's a book called The Unnamed by Joshua Foer um, and I've given it, that book to a lot of people because to me it is a beautifully empty book um, that resists obvious interpretations of things and it's exquisitely written masterfully made, which I think we can all agree at least it's, this movie is shot well and made well. Mm -hmm. What we're disagreeing about is some of the structure, content, and, and characterizations of some of the stuff. Yes. Right? It looked yes. beautiful, right? Yeah, it's no, it, visually it was it was awesome. I cool. appreciated some of the action scenes. I thought there were way too many, but like right. I appreciated but, but At least what, there's a certain right. amount of mastery yes. of filmmaking yeah. that goes on. And the same thing with the book. And, and I've given that book to people, and I think that if you trust the author and dig into it, that I can, you can find things that are worth finding, finding and you can mine... Uh, other people have had the opposite reaction to that book. They've, they've really disliked it. It just nothing happens. And it, it, it resists right. interpretation in a way that feels annoying to them. And I think that I, I don't really disagree with much that you've said today. I think it's really smart. And I think a lot of it is what we maybe bring to the table in terms of, not to be like wrap up conciliatory beat, but I feel like there is a, there's a sense here that I do think personally that the movie rewards uh, digging into it. And I think there's an intentionality behind some of this that okay. you, you don't see. Yeah. And I think that's totally valid mm -hmm. and fair. And I think that the, uh, the the core difference seems to be here about the assumptions coming in. And I think Kelsey's made a good point that we've, we've made some assumptions coming in of intentionality mm -hmm. um, that I still think are true. But again... And I maybe made the assumption that there was none. Right. Which is also probably mm -hmm. not true. But the bottom know? line is it's arbitrary, right? It's yeah. arbitrary. Yeah. And George Miller even said, these are metaphors that I'm building here and you can you can project whatever you want and on that. And I feel, part of me also feels like it's just, it's, you know, it's just such a loud, visually intense movie that I that I pr probably missed a lot of it and would have enjoyed Are you saying you want to watch it again it with us? If it wasn't... I think that's what she's saying. If, we should watch no. it again right now. <laughs> no, hmm. please, no, Kelsey. No, thank you. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> um, but, but that, like, I would much rather listen to you guys talk about the metaphors because, I felt, like, Power of Myth is one of my favorite books. Mm -hmm. You know, that whole interview mm -hmm. with, like, Joseph Campbell and, like, mm -hmm. all of that. Like, I love all of this, mm -hmm. this stuff that you have seemed to have 
dug out of this film, and I would rather listen to you guys talk about this stuff. It says than more about us than the film. film. Is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I really think yeah the movie the, is, like, it does that so well, better than yeah. most sci-fi. I, you know, I'm a sci-fi geek too, and I I work in the Philip K. Dick world, which is all about just imposing. Uh, uh, ideological and existential metaphors onto mundane things. Sure. That's the, his whole oeuvre. But I, but I think that this movie, to me, does that. It is loaded and ripe with metaphor, possibly in meaningless ways. Yeah. Possibly not, though. And I feel like that's what's interesting about it to me, is that it... it and I have nothing to back this up beyond I'm not a saying I don't think it's an interesting movie for, like, all of the reasons we're talking about, all right. the perspective of it. Like, I think it's right. an interesting film. I did not enjoy the experience of watching it mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. And then parts of it bothered me. Is yeah. what basically what happened. Right. Boobs and bush. It's boobs and bush. Um, <laughs> There's just more boobs and bush. <laughs> you like you know, it's funny because I, I keep watching. <laughs> she say, came in. She's like, here's, a, here's my problem, boys. Just want some more boobs and bush. Here's <laughs> my listen. argument. More bush. <laughs> more bush. Hey, man. You know, no arguments here. Um, you know, I would like to. Uh, no. You know, Listeners, say, no. <laughs> in a word. Listener, she no. Said no. We're going to snip Ooh. out the entire interview and just put that segment of you in. <laughs> right. We had a nice day. We lost the rest of the episode. but uh, And then but, it's you guys just jerking off about it again. Right, right. <laughs> um, I would, I would like to. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I love the fact that that this movie inspires this type of conversation. Yeah. And and there was a part of me that was like, I, you know, I, I love movies that aren't, you know, immediately pinned down like that, and that everybody can look at it and get a, a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. And I was going to bring up the Force Awakens, but because we are so violently opposed to so many people that I know, mm -hmm. um, on that. And and I and I feel we're right, and, and they feel they're right. And but but I would like I would not like to credit that film with as much um, as as much as I credit this film with in as far as uh, you know pr pr causing discussion. Well, so, I, I sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say. So, Did you so, go into this though really with a lot of nostalgia and a lot of? I don't. It's it's been so long. I mean, as much as I love the the previous films that have come, mm -hmm. or at least the first two. The uh, and I had fond memories at the time before we, before we watched the third before we watched Beyond Thunderdome of that film until we saw it again. But um, I think I think the movie the hashtag feminism. Yeah, I think the the movie. Uh, uh, it had been so long since those films for me. I didn't I didn't really attach. I remember seeing the trailer and going, oh, whatever this is. I don't you know Mad Max or not. I want to see that. Mm -hmm. um, Whereas with Star Wars, obviously, I had a lot more baggage. Okay. I, mean, I had no nostalgia you know. for Mad Max. I'd never seen any of them. Okay. Right. I, I kind of heard of them. But initially, even your initial watching of this movie, you were like, this was an amazing experience no, for me. No, for, well, yeah. I mean, it was, I thought, wow, this is really dope. I didn't catch half that. I need to see it again. Oh, okay. As was my initial reaction. I thought that was amazing and visual and interesting. I don't understand it quite yet. I want to see it again. Okay. Um, oh, it's I, I funny. I told, I told my uh, ballet company... Yeah. the girls in my ballet company that I was going to do this. Hi, ladies. And they, I was like about, you know, I'm going to this Mad Max Fury Road podcast about how I don't like it. Yeah. And uh, with two people that love this film and yeah. all of them went, oh, that movie was yeah. terrible. Interesting. So yeah. I know, and anecdotally, it's other women I have found. And I do know some women that also loved it. But mm -hmm. like, and just anecdotally, I've gotten more of that like, we know a lot of guys who did Yeah, we know a lot of guys who did it. There's another, there's a guy from out of town I keep waiting for him to come back into town so we can have him talk about it too because okay. he's a writer as well. Yeah. And I want to get the male perspective on why this movie sucks, yeah. you know, to him. Yeah. But, yeah. but I want to say this, and this may be a good place to close because we're way out of time, um, is I've always said that that great art is, is the stuff that brilliant people love it and brilliant people hate it. And it's the stuff that falls in the mediocre cracks that is not worth talking about. Mm -hmm. And this has been a good opportunity to put my money where my mouth is because we're all brilliant. Well, I just mean it's well, right. I came out Clearly. wrong. But but I mean like it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's having you something you love confronted by by really brilliant people who have reasons to not like it. And I think that that's that's the definition of sort of interesting art to me. And I've always said that, and I have to be confronted with that at least you know thrown back in my face and be like, well, here it is. Like here's. Here's people don't like this thing that you like, um, who are mm -hmm. smart people and and guys and f women alike. I think. I mean, for me, it's equally split. It's guys and females okay. who, mm -hmm. who don't, don't like it. Don't like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought uh, you know we're out of time. I just want to say that was that's super that's dope. all right because love it, <laughs> love it or hate it, 
It's fucking Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> my <laughs> name is Yuri Lowenthal. Wait, 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 before we go out. Oh, where, we got it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wait, let's, we have to see Kelsey again. So, Kelsey. Yes. Yes. Thank you for coming. Of first course. of all, that was. Thank you for having me. Super Certainly. great. That was I, I'm so happy you brought those things up. And I have to go, I have to think about the things that you said. I thought they were really good points that make yeah. me want to like work through it. and Yuri and I I'm sure I'll next week when I leave you can just talk about how wrong I was and how this <laughs> oh no, my god we have, to do, we have to do a whole episode just to refute everything <laughs> you just said all of it the unpack Kelsey episode mail uh, yeah. um, are there things you want to plug or things yeah. you're working on that you want to tell people about uh, oh, no you I mean I'm writing to. a movie named Mad Jack which is sort of funny shut up That's, there you go <laughs> totally unrelated well, not totally yeah. feels <laughs> It's a World like War Jack II movie. Mad Jack, Mad Max, yeah. I, I love, I love um, that. I read a draft of it, and it's really awesome. Yeah. It was really great. Yeah, I would so, love to yeah, read a draft I, of it someday. Um, unless you want to come see a men ballet show in North Hollywood, I don't have a lot to plug, plug it. right now. Plug Fuck it. Yeah. Tell, right, tell them what it is. June um, 11th, 6 and 8 p.m., you can come see. It is a company of... Um, eclectic diverse adult ballet dancers that all started learning as adults um i don't believe that that's a possibility now, so now i want to go and see it. yeah and are now on point and everything and wow. yeah Where, what is the theater el portal i've always said el. it's on that that yeah. website yes it's or adult ballet el portal, LA. It's spelled or mm -hmm. el portal uh, or adult ballet LA. we might have to tweet com. about it we might have to tweet about that sooner because as i start to count up the episodes we have before this versus you know the weeks in my we'll Whatever, we'll do that off camera. Uh, okay. okay, but we're doing Rite of Spring and Metamorphosis. Rite of Spring? Yeah. Oh, that's one night only. Riots. Riots, I tell riots. you. One, one night only command performance? One night only. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Well, we'll so all try to be down. there. Um, and thanks so much for your energy and brain, and, yeah. and I'm so happy you were able to come out. And for, for it stifling in here. I don't know why I thought so hot, hot drinks, here. Hot drinks yeah. and then putting us in this uh, this nerd box would be uh, Nerd would be tensions. tensions are tensions high. Are, tensions are high. You're recreating the world of Mad Max Right, exactly. Coming to our nerd box. If I, could only call, if I could only call a sandstorm, a magnetic sandstorm into existence. Oh, nerdy. Um... Love it. My name's Travis Sintel. My name's Yuri Lowenthal. My name's Kelsey Nikla. And you are awaited. <laughs>